Good morning, this is Jeff and John. We're from the other side of the pulpit. It's been a while since we've been on here. Easter came around and a couple other things happened. But uh, anyway, we're back and uh, we've got a different topic today. Uh, John was listening to somebody that said something that he went, huh? And so um, we uh, we always, huh? we don't... <laughs> Uh, we don't always discount or we don't we don't care who it is and what it, what they say we always we don't discount till we've discovered yes we we'd study to make sure we're right on our understanding of the word of god no matter where the information comes from and when somebody says something that's different we go back and go, did, did we miss something or did we not look at something correctly or whatever? And um, so anyway, that's what we're going to be talking about today. And we're going to throw you for a curveball, throw you for a loop. You're going to be going, huh? Just like John did and just like I did. And so then we'll come back to whatever it was we was talking about. Yes. So let us, uh, let us pray. Dear Lord, Father, as we come to you now. Lord, let us understand your word and um, and understand what you're telling us and not try to get something out of it that we that we just make up on our own. Lord, and, and that we that we can understand and others can understand. Uh, Father, we ask you to be with anyone who would listen to this uh, podcast, Lord, so that you could open their hearts and their minds up. And Lord, that they would they would decide to study for themselves your word. Father, we ask God in your son's holy name. Amen. Amen. All right, John. The subject of the conversation that came up, I was listening to this gentleman, and of course, y'all got to understand, and we do too, and that's one reason we do what we do, is I don't care how schooled, how knowledgeable, how many schools of doctrine or theology or anything that anybody has went to, no human being has a perfect knowledge of Scripture. Correct. Uh, we all have denominational bents. We all have theological bents. Uh, and it's not just something that's come out in recent. I mean, it goes all the way back to the formation of the church. Mm-hmm. And when I say church, that's where the, the Catholics say that Peter came off and he was the first pope. But if you look at that from their aspect, then Peter was married, so how could he be a pope in accord, good, accord with the church? Yep. Think about it. Yeah. Priests can't marry, right? Right. Well, Peter couldn't be the first head of the church because he was married. Yeah. All right. It goes back to that. It goes back to the cross. It even goes as far back as to the apostles who actually walked with Jesus opposing mm-hmm. Paul the way they did. Mm-hmm. And Paul having arguments. I mean, uh, Paul called Peter out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul and Barnabas got was Paul, Paul and Paul and Barnabas, Barnabas got into it over John Mark. Yes, and they split. So uh, when we come up with stuff, you know, when things like this come up, we got to do it with the understanding none of us are right. None of us are right. None of us are completely one hundred percent accurate in our information or whatever. And history happens. Because I was thinking about this particular thing. You saw this with your own eyes when you went to Mexico. Where'd you go down there? The Aztecs. I went down to uh, the Mayan territory. Mayans. Mayans. Okay. And so let me give you... The Mayans have a, a beautiful... The 
the Maya, the, the, around the United States, the Catholic Church, they go all out. They have the biggest, nicest buildings. Um, and they have, and, and they're beautiful. And even in Mexico, they're beautiful. But the Mayan church is even more beautiful. The Mayan church is, is huge. And one of the things that the Mayans did to combat Christianity, when Christianity started coming in, they adapted their, their theology of their, of their beliefs and their cultures to say that God is another God. And um, which that's not something new because um, when Paul started preaching, um, he came in and he, and he said, I know the unknown God. And, uh, you know, everybody had, they had a bunch of different gods and they had the unknown God. But yes, when you, so you go down to there and, and you see these people that, that believe in multiple gods and one of the gods they believe in is God. And so they pray to a bunch of different guys and it depends on what they need. And they don't realize that, that doing that, they're still not following God, but they're following a world-centered or a, a secular-centered um, Christian view. It's not even a Christian view. Which if you think of it though, Jeff, and this just came to mind when you were talking about that, uh, that, all, that goes all the way back to Paul. Mm -hmm, it does. Uh, because Paul is the one that was walking down uh, to the what was it, the Parthenon, mm -hmm. and he walks through all of these gods that these Gentiles have set up. These mm -hmm. you know idol worshippers have set up, and in that multitude of images that they had set up, there was a, a, a shrine or or a place of, of mm -hmm. the acknowledgement god. to the unknown god. And that's the God that Paul took to them, which is the God of creation. Mm -hmm. And that's what he was telling them. Which was different. All of those was different from the God of the Jews, who was God. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that, even going further back than that. But see, you, you have to ask yourself, though, what was that great temple, that great shrine set up to them for? They used it for human sacrifice. Mm -hmm. All right. Where did where did where did that people go? They disappeared. Yeah. All right. Where did the Incas go? They disappeared. Where did the Aztecs go? There's still some Mayans around, but they're scattered out. Nobody really knows but, where they are, though. But I mean, the the Mayans, the Mayans are the people who live in Mexico in that area are Mayans. Yeah. So, anyway, go ahead. But they're descendants of those people, but yet that civilization as a whole is, yeah, is gone. gone. Yes. Oh, it's just like when you go back and you look at the, at the Cal. Some people say Chaldeans. Some people say Chaldeans. Oh, I mean, I, which one, whichever one it is, that people doesn't exist anymore. That's right. So, Ted, tell us what you heard from this gentleman. All right. Uh, and I was trying to find it right here while you were talking. Uh, Daniel chapter 3, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, well, I was close. I was very close on it. All right. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold, and he describes the height and all this stuff like this, and uh, it says that Nebuchadnezzar at a certain time, you know, that when they hear all the instruments and music, they were supposed to fall down and worship this idol, right? Correct. All right. It, it, it also comes up to where 
what we call today Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was supposed to fall down and worship the same mm-hmm. idol. Yes. Or another idol like it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't do it. Correct. Uh, I think Daniel got in trouble for praying to somebody else other than this God, other than Nebuchadnezzar. Well, well, and, and, and when you get over there to Daniel, um, <clears throat> going to the lion's den, um, they were supposed to pray to the king and his kingdom. Yeah, to worship the king yeah. and his kingdom and yes. set him forth as God. Yes. Well, the, the comment that got all this started was this gentleman was... He was talking about one of the reasons that Daniel wouldn't fall down, which one of the reasons it wouldn't fall down is because this guy was trying to set him up as God. And Daniel knew the God of creation, which was the God of the Jews, right? Yes. And that's the God that he worshipped, the you know, the Jehovah God. Uh, Elohim, the you know, the, the Supreme Supreme. Well, and he made the statement that one of the reasons that these Jewish guys couldn't fall down and worship this image and there are multiple reasons, but one of the reasons he said is it, it's because this image that he set up, and I read stuff into it now, okay, was that this image that he set up was so immoral and ungodly, and and it was such a filthy looking idol that he didn't want to talk about it on his platform. You know, whatever that, whatever media platform it was that it, that his talk was going into. You know, and of course, at that time when you, you know, it's like us, we don't know where this is going. Right. I mean, for all we know, this may one day show up on Channel Nine News in Columbus. Or I don't know. I'm just, yeah. You know, I'm just saying. But but not having knowledge of of how far this will go, uh, he didn't want to go into detail as to what this idol was, this image that was set up was. Right. But it was huge. Now. When you think about the immorality and the idol worship of that time, how many gods did they worship? I mean, and I, I looked up this morning, I looked up in a, in a Bible encyclopedia dictionary uh, by Wycliffe, at least 30. And that didn't even include the gods of the Greeks. You know, right. uh, Athena and, and Zeus and all that other bunch, you know, mm-hmm. that they counted as gods. Uh, what is the, group, the alphabet that goes through at the colleges? Mm-hmm. The, you know what I'm saying? They, yeah, alpha, alpha, beta, yeah, gamma, delta. They each got their own little... Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you, you think about some of the movies nowadays that Marvel's putting out. Mm-hmm. Thor's one of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thor had a bad brother. Mm-hmm. Well, see, all of the all of this idolatry, all of this false doctrine, all this deception that's coming in. When he said that about that idol, then, well, it, it brought Venus to mind. Mm-hmm. It brought uh, the the god of the, the the Ephesians, Diana or Artemis, who fell mm-hmm. down out of heaven. Uh, was it is it possible for them to have built an idol that was so immoral and ungodly like that? I, yes, it was. It was possible. I mean, you think about the, the Sphinx. Mm-hmm. What was that? An, it was an idol. What mm-hmm. was it an idol to? It was something they built to worship. Mm-hmm. Just like all those, the, the, the pyramids and the sarcophaguses. I mean, all this th- just... So, 
How do you find something like that out in 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 where the to actually? You got to look at history. I mean, history says itself, and it it it's something that I'm going to have to start looking into, but it's not in the Bible as to a description of it. Now, a description that God does give in the Bible is a description of of the the head of gold and the bronze, and then you know the one that the rock rolls down and it crushes and all. Now that that is an image of the ten nations of the European Union mm-hmm. that God's going to crush if the Antichrist is going to come out of. Mm-hmm. We understand that, but as far as having an actual description of a, of another image like that, it doesn't. I don't think it goes into detail. But this guy gave the implications that that in Scripture it does. I don't want to use the word elude, but I can't come up with it right now. But it, it does indicate the immorality. Infer. That, yeah, it infers the immorality of that image that was set up. Mm-hmm. Now, I also, I also, in my mind, also know that there are periods in time where the Bible was written and sections of it were taken out. Now, I don't mean, I don't, I mean, not mistranslated, not misinterpreted, but taken out. Why? Well, you go back during some of the periods of, of where uh, the, I can't even think of the, the countries right now, but they thought when you started talking about, the, you know, the uh, person's sexuality, uh, about adultery and immorality and, and, and things like that and, and things that, that go on in the Corinthians, they took those sections out because they thought the prudish, that's the word, I, one of the words I was looking for, uh, what was it, king, uh, queen, One of the queens had this removed because it was such a filthy topic and she didn't want the common people to think in the wrong thought process. So if you don't talk about it, then you don't think about it, right? That's some people's theory. That's some people's theory. Well, and you, Jeff, when you go through a King James or a, 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 one of the old study Bibles, you see these sections, that have, mm-hmm. whole sections that have been left out but yet they've been reinserted because they are Scripture. It's proven they're Scripture. It fits in with the canon, but yet when it talks about the immorality, they didn't want their people to be exposed to the immorality of it because they were prudes. You know, people that wore their, they covered everything from their chin to their toenails, you know. Uh, that's what got me thinking about all this. You know, this, this guy made the statement about this, and I'm going, you know, it's a possibility that they could have done that. But yet, biblically, it doesn't explain it. Uh, of course, biblically, it doesn't explain the Greek gods either. But yet, we know that societies worship that because it's evident in our schools of learning nowadays. You know, the Greek, the Greek stuff that's there now. The, the Aztecs, it's evident that that was there, even though it's not contended, you know, contained in the Bible. It's not biblical. It is historical, but maybe not biblical. Uh, and I just wondered about it. I just wondered about it. And, and if, if I can't come up with it on my own, I'm actually going to get in touch with the guy and get him to explain it to me. Because mm-hmm. uh, my curiosity's up now. My curiosity's up right now. And, and, and so far, I have found this person to be 
one of the most legitimate ones I've ever run across, and he's not in it for the money. I mean, he's, he said, look, he said, if, if, if this thing falls apart, I'll go back to doing what I've been doing all my, you know, all my life. He said, this is just what I've been presented. This is the doors that have been open. This is what I'm doing right now. So uh, he has no other goal other than just like we're doing right here, clarify the scripture, mm -hmm. investigate, look at, study, discuss, and, and, and figure out what's truth and what's not. Mm -hmm. uh, so that that's that's what I got. That was my thought process. That's what I came across. That's the question I asked. What was this image? Now, see, when you presented it to me, you presented it as an image, a certain image, and well, where were we at? Tell you what we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but here's my my thing on it. Um, when you do a study on the words, and I haven't. I haven't searched the entire Bible for it, but um, what this? But when you look at this, it, it talks about image, and the Greek word that was used in this chapter was used, and and um, the word means image, like is in a human image. So there's speculation that some theologians believe that. It, it was um, an image that from when he dreamed uh, the dream and, mm -hmm. and that image and some believe it was an image of himself and and, and uh, but see my my theory on people taking stuff out of the Bible and putting stuff in is God was not going to allow people to take out of the Bible what he didn't want to take out of the Bible mm-hmm and if it was taken out, was it put in? Well, you see, there there again you go are some of the modern translations we have now. Yeah. When you translate, like, the King... There was one version of the Bible that was translated, and when it was translated, the people that were doing the translating added in stuff that... that had their family members in it and had stuff in there that wasn't in it. And when the king saw that, he made them, he, he wanted them to destroy it. And because it was a lot thicker Bible than, than what, and when he had, he saw what they had done and he had, the, he wanted them to destroy that Bible. And he got rid of all of those people. And then he got some more to come in that translated it you know, act more accurately instead of putting in stuff and, 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 um, you know, my, my thing, John is, is God is not a God of confusion. No, he's not. And, he's not at all. And if something is said that causes people to confuse, be confused and question that the Bible is legit, that's heresy and well, it's not of God. And here's the question. Um, it does not specifically say in here what it was. It and says a golden image. A golden image. A golden image. That's all it says. All it right. doesn't say what the image was. If it was a an animal, or if it was him, if it was his nudity, if it was if it was an object. But it was huge. Else, but it was ninety feet. It was huge. It was sixty cubit, which is about ninety feet by nine feet. It was uh, it was three score cubits high and 
six cubics wide. Mm-hmm. Which comes out to be 90 feet by nine feet if you do it in today's measurements according to what I've read. If the, if you're, if they're showing, if they've done the accurate measurement uh, calculations or whatever, um, then it's 90 feet wide by nine feet wide or diameter is nine feet, I say, you know, and uh, and it was probably, was it complete gold or was it gold overlay? Historically, most of the things that they found were gold overlay, which means it wasn't solid gold, but it was gold plated or whatever. Made what, an image of gold. Yeah. And so, you know, do, was it complete gold? I, being that tall, I would think that it would have to have something in there to support it. Um, being 90 feet tall, it, because gold is a very soft gold. Gold is a very soft metal. And, uh, and most of the images that were found in that, in that area of the world were found to be gold. Gold, and I say overlay, but they had a base inside of it that would help hold it steady. Um, but it was an image of gold and it appeared to be gold and, and it may have had some mixture in there to keep it stronger than, so it may not have been like 24 karat. If you had 24 karat gold and you try to build it 90 feet tall, it was going, it was going to melt in the hot sun. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, basically, it's spoiling into this. I'm just, I, what I want to do is investigate and I want to get back into what, in, in, into where he got his description of what this thing was, how he came to to the to the deduction that this was what it was. See, as a Christian, um, now does it matter? Probably not. Well, if it mattered, it would definitely be in there. Yeah, I believe with all my heart that God did not allow anything to be taken out of this Bible that we needed Absolutely. to know. Absolutely. If we needed to know it then he would not have had let anybody, nobody would have changed anything. Right. Which um, is one reason I, uh, Jeff, I, I don't know, I'm going back more to King James now. Because I'm, I'm, I'm finding, and I'm not doing this to throw anything in here, okay? Mm-hmm. But when you go back and you look at, look at when it was originally translated, not originally, but when, uh, when they found the Dead, Dead Sea Scrolls back in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Well, when they took the Greek scholars, when they translated those scrolls, mm-hmm. they took that and looked at the book of Isaiah, which is that's what it was. And the King James Version was almost verbatim mm-hmm. with what it said, mm-hmm. with what those scrolls, I mean, it was that accurate. Um, I, I always like the King James Version uh, the best. I read when I preach out of the ESV only because... People, people can understand it and that's the only reason that I went to, to the new King James is yeah. because of that we don't do the these thou's wither for yes. and all that anymore but yet I have found you know differences that actually changes the 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 meaning not necessarily it's not the word I'm looking for I know what you're saying because I've, I've done the same thing and I'm trying to think of a good example of a word well when you change the and and the well, when it says Paul was an apostle, 
as opposed to King James saying it was the apostle. The is a singular word, and is one of many. Well, he was one of many apostles. Not to the Gentiles. Paul was the first apostle to the Gentiles. He but was like the head of the church. He was one the of them, but there was more than one apostle. Yeah, but they were after Paul. So you could. But here's the other thing. I was told that the Greek manuscripts don't have articles A and the. That's true. So, so they were added by the King James English. Yes. So they were added to make people where they could understand the, the writing. So to make because we don't have articles. And when the Greek and Hebrew don't have articles, then putting a lot of weight on the article means that you're putting too much weight on it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, is that the, is that the case? I mean, neither one of us are scholars on this. Okay, we're not Greek scholars. We're we're not Hebrew scholars. But, we don't know Aramaic. So what what we have is we have to take what we have. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's why I believe and this being the oldest, well, almost, because we don't speak 1611 either. Yeah, the 1611, the difference between the six, I've got a, uh, the difference between 1611 and this is you can read this. You can well, it's, and you can read it if you look at it. You can read it, but of is I want to say UV mm-hmm. instead of OF, mm-hmm. and so the, and, the V's and the U's are. Different, different, and it may be OB instead of U. U I can't remember, but the letters, the way we pronounce letters, the pronunciation of the letters is different, so that that's why it's different. If that makes sense, mm-hmm. it's exactly the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. And, and if you look at it, but but because of the way we pronounce our letters, um, OF is is of. Today, but it was it was it was OB or UB. I think it was OB back in that day. And then uh, there's some there's some other things that were that were different based on the fact the way they pronounced and the way we pronounced. Which their way is, if you think about it, of would be OB better than it would OF. Mm-hmm. OF does not make a buh sound, but mm-hmm. we call it of um, John of. Mm-hmm. Alabama, you know, whatever, and and so, um, but yeah, getting back to it, there's other things too that in the translations that that I think lose something because um, because we've changed the meanings of the words have changed, and because the meanings of the words have changed, and they really, I say they've changed. We've added meanings to mm-hmm. them. Um, well, and, and uh, to me, the perfect example of how we have changed things yes. is, is when you look at the Constitution of the United States, mm-hmm. which is, what, less than 300 years old, mm-hmm. okay? When you take the separation of church and state, you take just that one, that one piece of the Constitution right there, mm-hmm. and you look at what, what the founders meant for it to be, and you look at what it has turned into, and the wording itself has not changed. Yeah. The wording itself, it's the same identical wording that they're using Separation now. Separation of church and state was intended that the church, the state would not, not dictate interfere with what the church. the church says they could do. You can right. worship how you want to worship, what you want to say, and the church can't, the state can't do anything. 
but the state has turned it around to benefit themselves. Where the state, where the church now has to stay out of the state. Yes. That they have, they have got the, the sovereignty and the supreme rule. Yes. And, and but the wording's not changed. The 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 written word on that paper has right. not changed. It's the way that the people have interpreted and twisted it around to to make it, and and that's what we've done with scripture. Absolutely, I, I, that I totally exactly, agree with you. Which is one reason I'm trying to dig into it so much. Well, and here's what I'm looking at: if doing that, it's been the Bible has been studied for centuries, mm-hmm. and you've got some great people who have studied the, the scriptures and who've written books and all that kind of stuff. And for me and you in 2022 to discover something that they did not discover or take something that they discovered and change something that all these other scholars didn't would be doing the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Because what did they miss that you and I are going to catch? Mm-hmm. And so... Which goes back to now, even today now... In the Jewish culture, there's still what you know what a yeshiva is. Mm-hmm. It's a school that they put these young rabbis in training into, mm-hmm. and what they do is they take a passage of the Old Testament, or a verse, or a section, or a book, and they do nothing but twelve hours a day. They sit and study that section, looking for something that the Old Testament prophets missed. In doing that, I feel like you're going to try to find something that's not there. That's exactly right. Which, and if you which find, what and comes so, forward into the New if Testament. If you find something that's not there, then you're then you're completely off base and it's heresy. Well, is that changing? You're changing something. If you find uh-huh. something that's not there then you're making it up. If you're making it up, then it's heresy, isn't it? Let's see. I, I don't want to take time because we're, we're already out of time anyway. Mm-hmm. But where it comes in here and says, uh, where God has blinded their minds mm-hmm. to where they wouldn't see the light of the gospel. Mm-hmm. Where he, he... This is another problem I get because I study too many different because mm-hmm. when I come back to the one that I'm actually using, I'll lose it. Let their eyes be darkened that they may not see and bow down their back always. It's uh, Romans chapter 11. It talks about David and, and how God has given the Israelites, present day, a spirit of slumber where their eyes couldn't see what the Scripture says. He, he purposely put that on it. And why did He do that? Because of their unbelief. Because their heart is a heart's. It's like when you when you start talking about what he did with, with uh, Moses giving a bill of divorcement. Why did Moses give a bill of divorcement? It's because of the hardness of their hearts. That that's one reason that that the Jews were not able to see that Jesus was their Messiah. Trying to find something in the Bible that's not in the Bible that somebody that everybody else in the world has missed from the beginning of the. Of, of time to now and trying to because what what did they what did they blind them of did he blind them of, of understanding the, the the scripture and understanding what it was blinded them. but 
but you're taking one verse of scripture out to 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 try to say, well, I can find something that nobody else has. Yeah, but that that particular that, part that I'm talking about is in there more than once, and I've looked at it quite a bit, and I've wondered why would God do that. That's a why? good that's a good question, but why? I don't think that's going to be a basis for saying that I can discover all kinds of new things in no, the scripture no, 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 no. that nobody else has. Had. Well, you, just like this guy that said that that this, if if it was. Making an image and taking anything, taking the focus off of God and putting it on anything else is is a is a terrible thing. And I believe that trying to discover too much stuff that's not in the Bible that you're trying to fill in the gaps and 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 see is well, doing the exact same thing. It's confusing people and taking when when we do. And I think just like I I listened to a guy that was talking and he got the scripture out of context and, and turned it around and I'm like, dude, there's nothing about that that makes sense. And and he and he did not he did not follow the scripture. He was and you know that honestly that's one of the things that scares me to death about being a pastor and preaching is preaching something that might be that I may have taken out of context or that I may have taken wrong or that I may have understood wrong. And then I've got to turn around, and I'm and I preach it so that 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 because uh, I love studying this. I love studying. I love discovering. And to me, I discover stuff all the time. But it, but when I discover stuff, I find out that it's not new that nobody else knew about. That it's stuff yeah. that other people knew about. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. The reason I, 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 I know exactly what you're talking. Well, it see, it's what. But, but to discover something that that's not. That they missed. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I find it hard to believe that, that you and I are going to find something that everybody else oh, we're in not. the world. Everything yeah. that's in this book has been written for a purpose. Every mm-hmm. word in this book is here for a purpose. And anything taken out of the Bible, I'm, I'm a firm believer that the stuff taken out and stuff added, God allowed to, but God's not going to let his living word be. Turned around so that we, so that it messes us up, so that we can't find him. I don't care what translation it is, and all that. I just I feel like God's going to take it. Now there may be some that, like the message. People say the message is a Bible, and the message is not a Bible. The message no, is a, is a man, and you kind of paraphrasing the Bible. It's, and it's, it's just like the Living Bible is a paraphrase. Yes. And, uh, now, and it, it says read it on good? There. The Living Bible says it's a paraphrase of the yeah. Bible. It, it does not say that it is. And it reads good. It does. Um, but it's just like there was a there was a, a book, and we did it in Sunday school. And and after the first chapter, I was like, you know, they left so much out. Mm-hmm. But it, I realized, I said, this is not the Bible. You're not reading the entire Bible. You're reading. It's a, it's lessons that you're reading. And that's going to carry you through mm-hmm. every book of the Bible, but it's not the Bible. I can't remember the name of the study, but it was a, it was a good study. And it, it, and I told the people, I said you'd be better off reading the whole Bible and doing the same study. But, but it, you can't read the whole Bible through like that. I mean, taking too long. But, but, uh, but in a nutshell, you know, this guy saying, alluding to something that is not in the Bible. I would like to know where he got it because, and I'm, I'm gonna find out. I yeah, really I would love to know where he find out where he where he got his information. But at the end of the day, 
Um, everything that I've read on this since then says that, that the Greek word that was that was translated that translates image in our in our is in what they used in Daniel was an image of a, a person. And of course, see, then again, we don't know the extent of the perversion of the society at that time. We know it was totally, completely perverted. We do know that. But we don't know all that stuff that they used to worship back in those days. Yeah, we just but, know it's false gods. Just like the yes. Aztecs and the Incas and all this other stuff. And, 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 and our society's... Hey, our society is just as, as bad as it is. Good morning. Good morning. We're almost finished with our podcast. Y'all should come on <laughs> no, in and join us. Uh, we got uh, the book of Malachi and Grace is here. We don't argue with Grace because we know that Grace, Grace always wins. wins. Grace exactly. always wins. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> so look, we're going to take up uh, another, we'll finish this another time. Uh, John's going to close us in prayer, folks. Father, thank you this day. Thank you for the opportunity to come in and share your word, investigate your word, and learn your word. Father, help us as we go through this to open, have our eyes open to what you say. Learn the things that matter and the things that don't. And please, Lord, help us to understand your plan. Mm-hmm. Your plan from, from Genesis 1 all the way through to Revelation. Father, go with us through our service, our day, and our week, and keep our hearts and our minds focused on you in Christ's name. Amen.